Hey, you guys, Rachel here, Maria too. And we are so excited to tell you about a new resource for the FTD community. Learn FTD is a website stocked full of FTD resources, information on genetics and genetic testing, and useful ways to talk to your loved one's physician about symptoms. Learn FTD also provides information about FTD as a whole. It even expands to the impact on families and finances. We think it's also a great place to direct extended family and friends to help them learn more about the disease. Their website is just so easy to understand. Definitely take a look at www.learnftd.com for more information. That's www.learnftd.com. My name is Maria and I'm Rachel and we're the hosts of Remember Me. Our podcast is dedicated to preserving the memories of those diagnosed with dementia. We hope this episode helps you feel more connected, provides a deeper understanding and allows you to learn to accept the good. Always, always accept the good. This is Remember Me. So today we're here with each other. <laughs> oh my God, you're starting. I know. I know. I knew that would get your goat. <laughs> um, and we're going to just chit chat to all of you about our trip to France, which is happening in uh, like a few days. I just, are we okay? I still I- can't believe it. I have piles and piles of equipment just like forming and I'm like, is this? I got to pack that stuff. Here's the thing, the the big caveat, which there are a few. I'm currently in Mexico. Oh, yes, you are. <laughs> and then in what, two days you leave to go to D.C. Yes, we are insane. I I appreciate it, but it's a lot. Do you appreciate our craziness or? Yeah. I mean, just there's the- just things going on. We can, we don't say no to things. I mean, I'm going down for my cousin's wedding and I, I got to do that. I know. It's my girl. I get it. And then leaving for France the day after I get back and, and it is now officially public. Sorry. I wasn't, I wasn't ready for that. Oh yeah. I was like, she's in Mexico. Can you also, I'm going to comment on it. I just woke up in that video and it's a lot of face of mine. Like, well, we can we tell people what we're talking about? It's not my news to share. Okay. Well, Rachel is referring to a video that was taken, a, a screen recording of my phone taken when I FaceTimed her. But please sh- say she called me early in the morning. Like, oh my gosh, Liam has this really bad rash. Okay. I was wondering FaceTime. if you remembered what I said. <laughs> Of course. And part of me is like, God, yeah, of course. But like, it's, I haven't even had coffee yet, but sure. Go ahead, girl. Hit me with it. Like we're already like uh, out and about and running when you're waking up. I know. I know. Isn't that, that's part of the charm. I forget sometimes, 
sometimes I wait for you to be like, I'm up. <laughs> sometimes I don't. I couldn't that day. I couldn't that day. I was like, we got to talk. What made you decide to tell me that day? Did you just find out? I had just taken a test. It's beautiful. Who else okay. was I going to tell my husband? I mean, come on. No, I told I mean, Mike first. Okay. Okay. So then I pick up the phone and Maria has the pregnancy test like over her eyeballs. And I'm yeah. like, I had to, at first I'm like, oh gosh, you were going to see a rash, a on rash. My child that you were going to tell me if it was like, you know, a problem Do- or not. Doctor visit. Doctor yeah, visit. Yeah. Like doctor or not. And so you're like, whoa. So if you missed the video, go over to our Instagram. Remember me podcast. It's great. I'm glad I captured the moment. I knew that you were going to give me a great reaction because you've been on this journey with me. You didn't know you're going to go on this journey with me, but you've been on this journey with me for several years now. I know. I don't even remember what I said to you after I literally were like, <laughs> when you were done, when you were like, when you absorbed it, you just look at me and you go, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta call everybody. <laughs> I gotta call and tell a bunch oh. of people. I was like, okay, I'm one day pregnant, but sure. I wonder who I had to call. I think like your mom. I don't know. Huh? I guess it's now You're my really business. excited. It's now my business You're to like, share. I don't have to listen to her talk about this stuff anymore. We had no. just been on a trip, like I think it was like a month before when we were in San Francisco and like, I was just really getting to the end of my rope with the fertility journey. And I was just like, Oh, that's right. You were signs. I think I was even on like some of the meds while I was like there. And I was just like, but I remember we literally saw something that said Frank or Frankie or Frank's on every corner of San Francisco. And I was like, and I was talking about the journey a lot. And then I look at something and be like, Frank's and I'm like, is Frank going to help me out or, and are you comfortable telling the gender? Not I of mean, Frank, but of the baby. <laughs> yes. I in, uh, remember me fashion to be super on brand. I'm having another boy. So two boys for Rachel, two boys for me. And the I'm so bachelors. excited. I'm so, so excited. I love, I love being a boy mom. And like, this is our thing. I mean, you do, but you also don't, you don't like the wrestling part. Oh no. But I love how obsessed he is with me. And I keep telling Maria, when I see Liam in Paris, it is, You're gonna- I'm going to throw that kid against the bed. <laughs> You have so, to do that to them. You have to rough them up. Not so, in a bad way. Well, no, he's going to be very excited. You are like this figure in his life that he's never met, but I don't I know. I feel like it's not the- that weird for kids because they live in such a virtual world, you know, but he's super excited and yeah, let's get into the trip. Okay. I mean, my news is exciting. I know. Thank you to everybody who is so supportive and sweet and we're having a baby having a baby we're having a baby i'm like about halfway through so that's so insane so i know maria's jumping well i guess for you it's a what six hour flight eight hour flight i think seven maybe okay we can meet in the middle at seven yeah um okay so (laughs) 
<laughs> you're jumping on a seven hour flight pregnant. Yeah, it's it's fine. I'm also like going to DC and then hopping yeah, on this the plane. Is, that I, I mean, it's fine. We're going to be fine. You're a jet setter. Yeah, we're jet setters now. This is what we do. So, and you're what, an 11 hour flight? 10 hours and 45 going and 11 and 50 coming back, I think. Whoa. I know. Okay. And then yeah. we really wanted to travel together. We couldn't really figure that out. It's pretty difficult arranging the schedules. Most flights, direct flights to France are overnight flights. So we could not get the timing right. So I'm going to get into France in the morning and you'll get in late afternoon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're going to have like, because we want to leave our kids, but we don't want to, you know, yeah, we're going to have like, we built in like a buffer day of like one day, maybe Mm -hmm. before Mm -hmm. we're going out to Lil. We're going to see our booth, the whole thing. And the conference begins. Is it Lil? I think or it's, is it Lele? It's not Lele, oh. but I was talking to, you know, had to go to the OB and get all checked out before oh, going. Boy. Okay. And one of my doctors, she was like, oh, where are you going? And I said, oh, I'm going to France. And she's like, Paris. And I was like, Lil. And she was like looking at me funny. And then she goes, oh, you mean Lille. Oh, and I was like, Lille. I feel like that's what I said, but <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, <laughs> like, okay. okay, so it's Lil, 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 Lil. I think I don't know. I'm gonna go ahead and call it Lille. Lille. That's what I thought it was. So it's an hour north of Paris. So mm-hmm. get into Paris. Embark on our adventure. Rachel has never been to Paris. Never. Never. Can you believe we're going? But for real. No. Like this time next week, we're going to be there. So I know we're we're jumping around a lot. But like when we were sitting with Dr. Beauvais in April and he's like, there's this conference and you girls should really go. And the deadline was like, I don't know, maybe a month later for the abstracts. Did you really think we were going to pull it together? No. But what I do remember is us sending each other those, you know, on texts, you can send those. Oh, the gifts? Yeah. Gifts. Those (laughs) gifts. We're so old. We we kept sending each other like moving croissants and like the Eiffel Tower with like (laughs) bonjour behind it. And we were kind of just like, oh, well, maybe it'll work We're going to do it. <laughs> and boom. the I, had, I set my Apple Watch to be the Eiffel Tower to start manifesting. It's, it's amazing what happens when you send it out into the universe. One more, one more thing on the pregnancy. Found out we, our abstract was accepted. And like two days later, found out I was pregnant. I'm like guess I'm going to be pregnant in France. It's not a bad place to be pregnant. No. I mean, I love croissants. I love pastries. It's going to yeah. be fine. Right. Yeah. I I have been a little obsessive over like, Rachel, you got to make sure I have snacks. Like, yeah, there's protein bars being packed and a lot of conversations about trail mix and, and the, the, um, packable water bottles. Oh yeah. There's a lot. Does France have water or because <laughs> Maria's like, like, do you think we need these? No, Rachel's like, 
there's gonna be food there and I'm like I don't know it's a whole thing but I get I get the feeling though of like I just have to be prepared you have to be fully prepared yes you're pregnant you're carrying child and I historically I'm not that good at taking care of myself may (laughs) or may not have ended up in the ER after our last trip to New York oh my god yeah so we're we're gonna take good care I've I've counseled you on how to counsel me on (laughs) making sure that I because it's gonna be crazy so let's get into the conference let's explain to people who might not know like what what the situation is I know our members know a lot um, because we've recorded some episodes for them, like explaining some of the behind the scenes. But not only are we presenting our abstract, mm-hmm. but we which also... is let's talk about our abstract. Oh, okay. Do you want me to talk about it? Or do you want to talk about it? Hmm. This is good practice. Well, yeah. So this is how it kind. Of, we were talking to Doctor Beauvais. That's how it started at the at the Schmeo Clinic. Right. Right. So he was. explaining to us, like, you guys have a voice in this community, so use it. And I don't think anybody stops to think about like this huge effect of this disease on everything, finances, community, religion, like it just, it spirals. Right. So we were like, huh, that's true for every story we hear are unincluded. So we were like, let's write an abstract into the scientific Congress. So they have two Congresses. They have the caregivers and then they have like the scientists and the doctors. And And we were like, we want the big guns. (laughs) We want to be in the room with the doctors. That's what we kept saying over and over. We want to be in the room with the doctors. And we are. We got accepted. So our abstract is the psychosocial effects of FTD on the family families and the larger circle around the patient. So their work, right. you know, so, so we, we had to come we, up we with data. We had to come up with data because it's, uh, it's a scientific Congress. We have data. We have, we have, Oh my God. How many people have we interviewed? It's somewhere it's on our poster. I think it's like over 50 people. I know we've produced like 80 something episodes, but there's a ton of extra people we've talked to that's never made it onto the podcast or they didn't want to talk on the podcast. We've got our remembers. So we have this wealth of knowledge, but we had to figure out how to quantify it so that we could get the hard data for the scientists. So we came up with all these key themes that we've heard from the podcast and we put together a survey mm-hmm. and we put it out and we were able to collect a lot of data about how having someone in your family diagnosed with FTD affects you Mm -hmm. and some other questions about the journey. Like, you know, did you feel like the doctor was knowledgeable on the disease and did you feel like you understood what the disease was when you received the diagnosis and things like that? Uh, A lot of those answers were uh, strongly disagree. Hard. No, Uh, no. And which leads into the effects on like the actual like the individual the caregivers, like the family members. And it was like, not surprising, but it was sad to see some of the results of like many people surveyed reported having anxiety and depression as a result of this journey, having 
GI issues, joint pain, TMJ, sleep issues, issues, extreme weight gain and weight loss. People noted having to change jobs to, you know, move to be closer to their loved one or move due to economic circumstances. And there's so that there's like this ripple effect. Mm -hmm. And I think what we want to explain to the people we're going to meet at this conference is you have the ability to help change this. Mm -hmm. That meeting in the diagnosis room, when you just say, here's a pamphlet, goodbye, that is going to affect the family there, but you can change that. You can provide resources. You can explain the diagnosis. You can make the person feel supported. Like there, I mean, we're not going to eliminate all of this stuff. It's so stressful, but I think we have to make them aware that it's not just the patient that gets affected. I mean, of course they're the ones getting diagnosed, but it's affecting every other facet. Right. So we're going to be able to have a lot of one-on-one conversations because the way that the abstracts work is you get this poster and you stand by your poster and people come by and they ask you questions and you explain things. So I'm really looking forward to seeing like who we meet. Like, I just feel like it's going to be huge for us. And, um, what else are I going to say about that? Pregnancy brain. Oh boy. So there's going to be 500 attendees. Mm-hmm. 500. We and have the cutest giveaways. Oh my gosh. We have to give a shout out to a, a oh, very loyal yes. listener. Yes. Um, the best. Very loyal listener and remember uh, who will be a podcast guest in our future season. Lindy has gone shout above out. and beyond to support us in this really crazy time of trying to get ready for this conference. I think she was like, can I help you? And then within 30 seconds of us saying yes, we were getting Google spreadsheets and links to Amazon. And she just like really helped us like pull it together because meanwhile, we've been producing this season, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. launching this big partnership with Learn FTD. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, still very much stay at home moms. Yes. One of us is with child. There's a lot of things happening and she just really, she really stepped up. She stepped up so magical. We love her. And speaking of learn FTD, can we take a quick break? Yes. Great idea. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey listeners, Maria here. I wanted to share an exciting resource we've been getting to know within the FTD community. Learn FTD is a website stocked full of useful FTD resources, information on genetics and genetic testing, useful ways to talk to your loved one's physician, and so much more. Presented in an extremely understandable way, Learn FTD provides thorough and extremely helpful information across many facets of the disease. But more than that, Learn FTD discusses how your participation in research and clinical trials can provide hope and a path forward while sharing guidance and tips you can use today. For more information and to join their email list, visit learnftd.com. 
So we're back and we're going to get into the booth, which was gifted to us, which was gifted to us. We did not know we had a booth until, I don't know, maybe say four or five weeks ago. And her members <laughs> know this story, but okay. We'll just tell everyone we are overachievers and we couldn't just attend the conference like number one we could have just like attended this I mean it's cost a lot of money could have attended but no we had to have an abstract right yeah sure and then we were like while we're over there we should record our podcast like at the conference so we reached out to the conference organizers mm-hmm. Maxime Maxime shout out Maxime and had some early morning zoom calls for Rachel <laughs> Mm, and yeah. maybe that's where there was some confusion because we were like on a real time difference and everything and we're like hey we want to record and he was like do you need like a table or something we're like literally like give us like a small table and a couple chairs or whatever and like we'll just find a way to like sit and record our reactions or see if we can grab some people to talk to whatever and then we later find we get this program book in our email <laughs> of how to design our booth who's designing the booth our graphic designer yeah our team to send in you know uh how we're gonna decorate the panels what food we're gonna have at a booth we're like wait what but isn't like most of it in french too so we're like oh yeah i was like what is this 25 page program book so another shout out you know we're talking about we were just talking about Lindy and how fabulous she was at helping us with everything for the booth. And also my cousin, who is a very talented graphic designer, put together a booth art that we can't wait to share with you guys when we see it all come to life. But, you know, we've never done this before. We well, and we just weren't prepared for a booth. We weren't prepared, like, because you got to have swag and you got to yeah. have signs and you got to have all the stuff. And we were just like tablecloth. Like, we just. I do. I mean. We have a lot of swag just in our personalities, though. So we probably could have won people over with our charm. And I think we, once again, were like overachievers with like once we realized we had a booth, we went like full force on the booth. Mm-hmm. Like, I do think just having some podcast equipment set up in the booth is like an attraction. People are going to well, be like, what is that? That's why different. are the aliens in here? Yeah, we're going <laughs> to be. Who are these women? Um, <laughs> So, and I also want to say just thank you to uh, many of our listeners helped us pay for our booth art by making a donation and sending us a photo that we incorporated into our booth art. That's all I'm going to say. You guys will see it. That was another thing. Like you can do all this, but you have to pay for it. Also, there is an expectation that you will do it. Oh, well, yeah, when we found out the booth program and we started seeing all the prices, we were like, well, this is a huge chunk of change we have not <laughs> bargained for. But thanks, but Maxime. Thanks again. It'll be fine. It all works out. It all yes. works out. And we've had a lot of support and it's going to be beautiful and great. But yeah, we've never done this before. And it's always funny when someone's like, you know, have your graphic designer send us this in this format or have your web design. And I'm like, who? <laughs> You mean that? <laughs> so, but we pulled so, together. And it will be pulled together when we get there. It's still surreal though. Like I can't wait to see the booth. 
I just, I have no idea what to expect in general. Like even the plane flight, the last time I went to Europe, I was like, not even married yet. Like I'm a different person. Oh my gosh. It's been a really long time since you're in Europe. Mm-hmm. 10 years, Mm-hmm. over 10 years. Nick proposed in Italy. So I haven't been there for 11 years. Wow. Not that I need to jet set over to Europe all the time, but I mean, the world went through COVID. Yeah. You know, I just, it's probably going to be so different. Also, you're, you're quite far. I mean, it's very far. I, and that's another thing. Like I don't, I could travel by myself. However, like my family's my comfort blanket. So to be away from them, not, I, I know, you know, but I do become your comfort blanket. You do, but I also like leech on. Yes, Maria, you do. don't go to you the do. bathroom. Don't go to the bathroom. You do. Just wait for me. Yeah. yeah. Always a panic. It's okay, but like we've done this before and I know that that's part of the drill. I know. And Gosh, I asked man. you to make sure that you take care of my snacks. So Yeah. So it's an equal be, trade. Yeah, it'll be fine. Well, I'm really looking forward to it. There's like butterflies, but also like a little bit of terror in a way. Like, what if it doesn't work? Like, what if, you know, I'm always the what if person. What if we forget a cord? I mean, I've been just talking about extra, extra, extra cords. I know. I think you're like the mother hen. Like, you're just always going to make sure everything is how it should be. I'm trying my best here. And I'm just like, la-dee-dee-doot, I'm going to have a croissant. The other thing is like, Remember when we went to our research center in the Mm. middle of the country and there was just such a buildup to getting there that like we didn't start processing like what it was going to feel like Mm. to be going through. I know the research is different, but like we're about to come up on two years without Mm. our parents. I think, do you get home? The day before Frankie's anniversary or a couple days? I get home the 8th and he okay. passed the 10th. So, and that's the other thing we were talking about with, I think it was Katie Brandt. Like, yes, we're so excited to be going to Paris, but there's this like overarching, like we're going to talk about FTD. We're not right. going to see all the beautiful shops and eat. Right. We're going to do that too. Right. Of course. But but the reason, like we would never be going there if our parents were alive and healthy. Right. So it's always like that bittersweet, like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, this is amazing. Incredible. Like, I'm so proud of us. Like 500 people, or if, if all of the people come to our booth, everyone will come, right? They're going to know about our parents now. You know, know, like that's exciting, but it's also like, well, that's sad. I yeah. wish they were here. I do too. But I know that you'll get this reference. If you build it, they will come. They will come. All right. Leah's favorite movie. We've said this forever. I know. People will come. I think it's a really good lesson for anyone, right? Like if you feel good about what you're doing. It'll all come, right? Yep. It's beautiful. Can we end what we're least looking forward to and then what we're favorite looking? Like, let's do a least favorite. Okay. I'll go first. I am looking forward to 
my favorite is seeing the Eiffel Tower mm. and just being able to say, like, if you say like, oh gosh, da, da, I, the chords or something. And I can look at you and say, but we're in Paris. Okay. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> you know, that moment will come. <laughs> I know. I know. And then I'm, I'm not looking forward to the jet lag mm. and like the travel blues. You know, when I come home, it's like, it's like after your wedding, you just have that. Yeah. Deflated. After yeah. Christmas. Like, yeah. Yeah. That- yeah. I'm not looking forward oh, to that. But I know that there's going to be big things after. Always. I do too. Always. But, you know, got to live in the moment. Okay, your turn. Okay. Um, My least, the thing I'm least looking forward to is, yeah, just traveling, pregnant, and all the things I have to do to make sure that healthy blood sugar <laughs> <all the> is <time laughs> up there. That'll be an adventure got a lot of extra equipment to bring um and i'm most looking forward to there's so many things i think i'm really excited to see the booth like i'm such a visual person and i just feel like when i see that it'll just all click for me and like come together does that make sense Mm -hmm. and i'm also excited for the Saturday night after it's all over and we toast somewhere in Paris or we'll still be in Lille (laughs) and we'll just be like we did it thank you for listening to this week's episode We release new episodes each week on Tuesdays, so be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you want to connect with us, you can follow us on Instagram at Remember Me Podcast. You can visit our website, RememberMeFTD.com, for more information on FTD, resources, and ways to support our podcasts like joining Remembers Only. This podcast is produced by Maria Kent Beers and Rachel Martinez, and the beautiful music you hear is a song called So Damn Lucky by Bailey Kent. Whoa.